0: Hey, this is Pastor Sutton. Just wanted to say thank you for your blessings and thank you for your sunrises. In a Christian life, there's no sunsets, just sunrises. And listening to your music and listening to your ministry starts my days off really well. So be encouraged to be blessed and continue to go forward in faith. God bless you and Peace. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. So, you guys haven't heard me on here a lot, and I've been listening and just doing some other things, of course, not being neglectful, but I do have a word for today. So, we're going to go into prayer and we're going to get right into this beautiful word that was definitely given to me by a uh, dear friend. So, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day that I was not promised to see. Lord God, you are amazing, magnificent, and Lord God, I thank you for your being sovereign over everything. You are Alpha, Omega, the beginning and the end, and Lord God, everything that you do is always amazing. Lord God, your wonders are too much for me to understand. Sometimes I can't even fathom. How you love me so much, Lord God, in spite of how I am. But I'm so glad you do. And I'm so glad that I love you as well. So, Lord God, on today, I just ask you, Lord God, to really touch this word and let it go out and change your heart, shape a mind, Lord God, and let it just be able to have someone meditate on what is being shared. In the name of your precious son, Jesus, I declare that done. Amen. Okay, so if I were going to give this message a title, it would be called The Devil's Distracting You, Can You See It? The Devil's Distracting You, Can You See It? And I have two scriptures. One is going to be coming from 1 Peter, the 5th chapter, 8th verse. And I'll be reading out of the NIV. And here we go. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around <laughs> excuse me, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Hmm. Looking for someone to devour. Now look at that word. It jumped out at me. Alert, not devour, but the word alert. And when you think about the word alert, Okay, so we are going to go back to the word alert, and I had to break it up just so that I could follow my train of thought. You know, whenever there are distractions, you have to be ready for them. <laughs> no matter how they come, you have to be ready for them. So the word alert, as we were getting started to speak about it, the state of being watchful for possible, possible danger, I can speak, and then it's a noun. A state of alert like being on the ready it's a function that you're being in a state of alert but then the function moves into an action with the verb to warn someone get somebody ready if out of that state of alert to go into action because I'm warning you that something's going to happen be ready for when this event or this person shows up be ready to go be ready to do what you have to do because you have already been placed on alert Now you need to stay ready. Just like that saying says, I stay ready. Sometimes there's another saying that I've heard as well. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Always be alert. Always be watchful. Always be mindful. Whatever shall happen, you won't be caught unawares. You won't be caught off guard. You will be on alert. So in the scripture, when it says, be self-controlled and alert, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. You need to be on alert. We need to be on alert. I need to be on alert. So now that we figured out what we need to do, let's go ahead and figure out some other things with the distractions. Can distractions be good or bad? Yes, they can be good or bad. So distractions come from everywhere. Where everywhere that we are in life, there are distractions of many kinds—some good, some bad, some indifferent. Whether they are good or bad, distractions—they don't matter. It doesn't matter what type they are. All that matters is if the devil can distract you with something, whether that being bad or good, he's done his job. He is on his job to distract you and get you off of your focus, get you off of your game, pull you away from what. You have to be doing for the word and for the work of God. He knows you will devote less time in your word if he can distract you. If he can distract you in such a way that you don't have time to read your word, that's good for him. The less you read, the less you can hear from God, the more likely you are to go astray and stay away from God's word. Then there's another part of falling away from God with the distractions from the devil that he's going to be throwing at you. There'll be less time in prayer. You will spend less time in prayer. Prayer is our line of communication directly to the Lord vertical. It is not horizontal up and down from him to me, from you to him up and down. Nothing in between. There is no buffer, no third person. You should directly have a line straight to the good old Lord and you can Get to talk to him without distractions. But if the if if not the Lord, but if the devil sends a distraction, will you have time for prayer? Let's think about that. Less time for prayer means less time seeking the Lord. See the Holy Spirit is active in our lives when we are in the Word daily. Daily. As soon as you stop reading it, it starts that starts. That's how it starts subtly because you use you used to do this. You would use the word all the time, all the time you would be in the word. Sometimes you would be in there for two to three hours. You just couldn't get enough of the word. Then the distraction happens. And okay, now you're in your word, maybe an hour. That's still good. You think to yourself, that's still good time. I'm still putting in an hour of, of time in the word, you know, in prayer with God. I'm still putting in that hour. Then another distraction happens. More of these distractions are coming. They're good. Now they're good distractions. So now you're down to 30 minutes of prayer time. Okay. 30 minutes. That's still good. I'm still praying, you know, 30 minutes, devoting some time to the Lord. That's good. That's good. Now you have 10 minutes. 10 minutes down to five minutes, then not at all. That's the beginning of your falling away from Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's the beginning. So let us go and check 1 Corinthians, the 7th chapter, 35th, 5th verse. And it reads as such, I say this for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. You're going to need to focus on God. You need to focus on him. Do not let restraints, do not let things that are even a good come and stop you. You see, for whatever that is distracting you that might be on the horizon you have to be ready for it God knows what's going on but are you willing to focus and not be so distracted in so much good things that you neglect your personal things that you have to the Lord and your personal time see that's that is where we Sometimes fall short. We're like, I want to do this good thing here. I want to do the good this good thing here. I'm doing all of this stuff. We're doing all of this busy work and neglecting the main work, which is the work of the Lord in your life. Is He becoming second rate in your life? Is something else coming before him? Because you don't want to do that. You don't want to be so distracted. You don't give God any of your time. See, I will pray when you give yourself an excuse. We're going back to the prayer time. Excuses you might make to yourself so it will sound better and might make you feel good. You know, I will pray when, when this is done or I will pray after this event. Then eventually, of course, you already know that we just discussed about that, your prayer life. Is nonexistent you now have stopped communicating with the Lord so can you hear from him when you're not communicating with him and can you hear from him if you're not reading his word no you can't hear from him so do not let the devil distract you so much to the point that you neglect the father do these other things yes but God must be first in all things you have to do All things that you have to do must be first and foremost. Anything that God has given you to do first, his job comes first. His word that he has given you, his assignment on your life to him comes first before anything else. Everything else is secondary. So a good friend today just reminded me to focus on what you do. Just focus and don't forget God and the things that you do in the process. Because all that... We do for the Lord. God knows he sees. He sees it all. So don't neglect it with all that you have to do. Make sure you keep this one thing in mind. I will do everything and I will seek you first the kingdom of heaven. And I know all else shall be added onto me. Never neglect God and what he's doing in your life first. All the things that are coming will be coming because of him bringing it into your life. But don't neglect him because of these different special circumstances or events that are happening in your life. Don't neglect God. Don't let the devil distract you. And this is going to be part one. We're going to do three parts of this. So, this is the devil's distracting you. Can you see it? So, let's pray. Lord God, thank you for this word. Lord God, the distractions that the devil throws, Lord God. Lord, let us see them, Lord God, and let us not get so focused on all these different things and tasks and events, Lord God, that we forget you, Lord God, that we are not mindful to you, Lord God. Let me not be so intertwined and intermingled with different things and different people that I neglect my first love, Lord God. Let that not be the case, Lord God, but yet have me focus, Lord God, have me just narrowly focus, Lord God, with just this Mindset to focus upon you, Lord God, because without you, I cannot do anything, Lord God. You have my very being, Lord God. I thank you for how you are. I thank you that you are moving in my life. I thank you, Lord God, that you are stirring up a people, Lord God, that are going to rise up and keep talking about you, regardless of how people feel about them, regardless of how people talking about them, regardless about where they go, who they know, Lord God, it's still about you, Lord God, because you're the greatest person I need to know right now, Lord God, because you are important. You are the morning star, Lord God, in my life. Lord God, you shine so brightly and you show me, Lord God, where I am weak. Lord God, thank you, Lord God, that you strengthen me. Thank you, Lord God, that you allow me to share your word. I am not, Lord God, I am not worthy to share it. For Lord God, thank you that you have grace and mercy upon me on today. Lord God, thank you. And if I was neglectful to you, Lord God, please forgive me for I don't want to continue to do that. Lord God, let me always be vigilant. Let me always be on the alert to focus on you, Lord God, and not just get distracted on other things of this world, Lord God, but bring me back to you. Let me stay focused on you. So, Lord God, I pray for every individual under the sound of my voice, Lord God, that you would bless them, touch them, keep them, Lord God, elevate them in such a way, Lord God, that they know, Lord God, that you love them. You love them, you care about them, and they are important to you. Lord God, thank you for this message in this word. And as a reminder, Lord God, to keep my eyes stayed upon you and don't get distracted. No matter who comes or what comes, Lord God, you, I must always be focused on. In the name of your son, Jesus, I declare this done in the matchless, majestic, most authoritative name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. You guys have a blessed Friday and remember, don't let the devil distract you because he's on his job. Make sure we're on ours. Take care. God bless.